Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 142nd episode Ooh. of the Poorly Planned Podcast. I left another gap there because this is another pre-recorded one for the summer because we're traveling men. It's May 22nd, 2022 when we're recording this, but we want to get content out for you guys over the summer. So here you go. We need to continue this brilliant series we got going. You're damn right. Damn right. Uh, today, we are going to be talking Disney movies part two. Disney animated movies, part two. Disney movies ranked, part two. You're damn fucking right. Um, thank you for catching that. That makes for such a good title. Um, <laughs> so we are going to be talking last time. If you want to catch the previous episode, you can find that on the channel. I'll probably put a card in. But last time we talked from uh, Snow White up to, I believe... The Great Mouse Detective, I the think. Great Mouse the Great Mouse Detective, time, right? yes. So up until like 1980s. We didn't do everything, obviously, but the ones we've seen... And then we mm-hmm. gave a ranking of sorts at the end. And now we're going to be talking from 1989's The Little Mermaid up to, let's say, the Tigger movie. February 11th, <laughs> 2000. The most iconic film. <laughs> I believe the Tigger movie. <laughs> I mean, actually, mm, should we... Maybe we stop it at Hunchback of Notre Dame because that, then it fits into the Disney Renaissance kind of vibe. So let's, let's do mm. the Renaissance era of Disney movies. Okay. Okay. Which I believe is what this is called. I don't know. I'm not a fucking scientist. Anyway, I've got no clue. We're going to be going through them, talking about these movies that we either have never seen or have seen a very long time ago. How does that sound? Yeah. That sounds like a like a party. All right. Uh and we can probably spend a little more time on these ones this time because there are significantly less this time. Um, ah, brilliant. But we're going to be starting <laughs> Puts off... out a 15-minute episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh god, we maybe do have to stretch this out a little bit. Um, we're going to be starting off with... Actually, if we need to, we can just do more. Anyway, we're going to be starting off with The Little Mermaid from 1989. Little Mermaidio. And we're going to... By the spoilers for all these. Um, mm. I have not seen this in a long time. I think I've I, only I seen it in full once when I was a kid, maybe. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I have seen it a lot of times. Ooh. Um, Philosophical honestly, on them. <laughs> do you need any more than that? <laughs> um, honestly, not one of my favorite Disney movies, but it's it's a good one. Mm. The Also, the fact that it's like, I guess you could say it's Danish. Always, well, I always found that a little bit. A little bit funny. I was going to mention um, The Little Mermaid was written by your boy, Hosey Anderson. Our- Hosey Anderson. <laughs> just to get really aggressive with it. It's actually written by our boy, Hosey Anderson. Um, <laughs> who uh, we Mr. know. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> most uh, fondly from the Danish amusement park Tivoli ride. Where you almost too fondly, some would say. Mm, we have almost kissed on it many times. I do have pictures of us almost kissing. But yeah, the ride in Tivoli where you go through all of Hosey Anderson's, which is Hans Christian Anderson for those who aren't of the Danish culture. <laughs> for the layman. <laughs> uh, through all the stories. And they do have the Little Mermaid in that one as well. Um, yeah, so mm-hmm. this was the start of like what I believe people refer to as the Disney Renaissance of like all their, you know, some of their best works, some could say. And uh, I'd say some of their best works, yes. I'd say, yeah, I mean... Very well animated, a classic story. Mm-hmm. It's you know obviously not the most complicated story, which is what no. I expect from my Disney children's films. But <laughs> I expect deep and uh, very in-depth philosophical talks, but um, <laughs> but um, guess not. I believe it is Ariel. 
<laughs> that's it. <laughs> I believe. So my review of the Little Mermaid is Ariel. <laughs> it might Moving be on. Hercules. Uh, I think yeah, Ariel. She's she wants to go up there to the people and live life or whatever, and then she falls in love with a prince, and her dad's like no, yes. but then Ursula's like, give me your voice, and you can. Ursula's like, hell yeah, girl, slay. Some great songs in it. First of all, yes, really good songs. There's a. Uh, Part of the world. There's also... Ooh, uh, hit that. Under the Sea is a great one. With the exception of The Jungle Book, which as we established has some absolute humdingers in it. This probably has the <laughs> best music of any of the Disney movies so humdingers. far. Humdingers. <laughs> Never heard that one before. Um, And yeah, I mean, pretty great animation. I'm a big fan of King Triton. <laughs> <laughs> who I refer to as... Big Daddy Triton. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I was sitting there. What's this man gonna say? Yeah, no, What's he know. gonna reveal about himself? Who I refer to as <gasps> Big Daddy Triton. <laughs> the deep shame. I don't know. I remember him having a pretty good beard. I guess he does have a good beard. Ursula, great villain. Great villain. I call her um... <laughs> Big Mommy Ursula. <laughs> thick, thick Milfy Ursula. <laughs> God, that is the worst thing you've ever said, ever. <laughs> Thick milfy. No, not, not, why would I repeat that? Why would I repeat that? Why did I almost just say that? So anyway, Milf we got turned into an adjective. <laughs> milfy. So you got Big Daddy Triton and Thick Milfy Urs. Ah, ah, ah. I did not like that as I was exiting my mouth. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. We're like five minutes into this pod and this is what it's come to. We're already, we've already completely lost the plot. <laughs> yeah, no, not great. Um, this is one of those. Anyways, this is a throwback to when we used to record like four, six in a day one time for like we the, did record the break, six in a day once. and where we're just completely delirious by the end. Um, oh yeah. Anyway, we really lost our touch. We're at the beginning of our second one. <laughs> How did we ever do that? Anyway, um, um, Little Mermaid. Yeah, great, great movie. Um, the prince is in it. There's a prince. The prince, prince Eric, very, very cool. Um, I love the crab. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a crab? Is he a lobster? A pretty gruesome ending, also. Uh, does she get stabbed by a ship? Yeah, Ursula becomes immense. Prince Eric's freaking. I think a ship is like like a ship like a wrecked ship is like raised from the depths. He takes control. It's got a little pointy like I don't know what the tip of a ship is called basically like he stirs that into and like directly into the belly it's like Ooh. the way her belly kind of like caves in and then just goes ah. it's like it's quite gruesome anyway good stuff good stuff on the little mermaid yeah good movie allegedly yeah. um have you seen ducktales the movie treasure of the lost lamp i i love that movie really yeah huh is that is that like where there's a genie duck a genie duck i don't know the Lost Lamp. Well, Wait, I mean, it looks like a genie duck. I mean, he's holding a genie lantern. Ducktales. And Scrooge is dressed like Indiana Jones. Bit of a vibe. Bit um, of a vibe. Never I seen lo- it. Oh my god, that's so weird. I loved this movie. Huh. I don't know if this is one is a theatrically released one. I'm just going off the Wikipedia page for the record, but... Yeah, I, I, I don't remember if it was a... But, yeah. I, I definitely didn't see it in the cinema, but like... So you're this a fan? movie a huge fan i wa- i don't know why this i've not thought of this one for a long time but like i've watched this one at least like 20 30 times jesus it's actually very very good from from what i remember like um 
some some big Scrooge moments. Uh, it's so long since I've seen it, but it's almost like Aladdin, I guess you'd say. Like they find a thing, and then there's like uh, an evil. Um, I mean, I don't know what he is, wizard, bear kind of thing. He tries to take it, and then they almost try, like, he almost does a, like, Sokovia moment where he, like, basically takes, like, a large platform, like, raises it up, and then, like, there's a final final fight scene on that, and mm. honestly, just really, really, a really good movie from what I remember. I kind of want to watch it again. Fair enough. I, I more included, like, I mentioned it because um, I'm a big fan of the... The Yombubura, as we've established, the little comic... Mm-hmm. Not little, they're pretty big. Little comic books of, like... Actually, yeah, uh, hefty ones. <laughs> of um, Mickey Mouse and mainly Donald Duck and Scrooge McDuck stuff. But the fact that you've actually seen it, a, a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I mean, also... Yeah, very good. The few episodes I've seen of the DuckTales show originally, um, I remember finding that quite fun. I just like mm-hmm. Scrooge McDuck's yeah, vibe. Du- DuckTales was often on, on uh, Disney show. Yes, yeah. And, like, I know he's a terrible person who only loves money or something, but also... I'm a fan of Scrooge McDuck's vibe. You know what I mean? I do like Scrooge. He's he's a good dude. Also, I remember I, my dad as a kid had this like big Yumbo Boat, like extra big edition kind of thing from like the mm. 80s or something. And I got to read that when I was a kid. And it had like the Scrooge origin story where he was like shining shoes in in um, like Scotland. And then he got his first like penny and he like keeps that as his lucky penny or something. I was like, that was my first chronological order moment where I was like, oh shit, he has oh a backstory. God, I need to make a Scrooge McDuck video. <laughs> Honestly, could be a vibe. I don't know why I keep saying could be a vibe. I'm such a fucking annoying person now. He's kind of mid, actually. But, um... <laughs> Do not self-deprecate like yourself like this. <laughs> I'm such a fucking annoying person now. Kind of mid, though. <laughs> kind of mid, though. But, yeah, no, um... um I'm, a, I'm a big I will, duck. I will guy. say, it does look like Scrooge is actually just leaving his <laughs> nephews behind. <laughs> yeah, it does look like... In this poster. He's got the prize, and he's just running as fast as he can as they, like, are left to die in the cave. <laughs> classic uncle scrooge moment which honestly they always annoyed me they were always my least favorite characters so fair fair um is scrooge donald's brother it says no it's his uncle obviously uncle scrooge is that donald's uncle yes or is it their uncle no he's their great uncle great uncle believe, yeah. so what are they to they're his nephews they're donald's nephews oh yeah wait so is he their uncle wait twice removed <laughs> or would that just be their grandfather wait okay i'm looking up uncle because he's called uncle what is scrooge's relation to donald not donald <laughs> trump and ebenezer scrooge not the epic rap battle of history <laughs> scrooge mcduck's relation scrooge is the maternal uncle of donald duck and the maternal grand uncle of huey dewey and louis so he's donald's mother's brother but then, what okay. are the Huey, Dewey, and Louie to Donald? Huey, what is so, Huey, Dewey, Okay, hear me Louie? out. <clears throat> so, I bet that they're the Huey, nephews. Dewey, and Louie, they're, they're Donald's nephews with, so Do- Donald's sister? Does Donald have a sister? Yes. Oh, so they're sons of Della Duck. Mm. Ah. so many things are being unveiled in this episode <laughs> we're uncovering mysteries much as scrooge did in the temple of the the lamp treasure of the lost lamp sir fuck um <laughs> all right well moving on <laughs> after we uncovered the familial history of huey dewey and donald uh, <laughs> we have the rescuers <laughs> down under um, the which is down under. a sequel to a film we talked about last time, The Rescuers, where 
these little two little mice are sent to save this girl from this horrible woman and Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna lie also a banger much like the first one i I I don't think i've seen this one either this one i do believe was oh no it was theatrically released huh crazy but I think it's one of those Disney sequels that most people are probably like, eh, you know, it's whatever, it's not whatever. But I was like, as a kid, I was like, another banger. Because I'm just like, I love these two rescuers, Bianca and whatever the other one's name is. And they go to save a boy in Australia. And from this poster, I can tell they meet like a cool Australian mouse slash kangaroo who has a boomerang. And okay. How can know. one be a mouse slash kangaroo? <laughs> well, when a kangaroo loves a mouse very much... Okay, I see. Um, the story of the birds and the bees. I don't know. I think he's a mouse who just kind of looks like a kangaroo. He has big kangaroo feet. Anyway, I enjoyed it very much. And they ride a wild razorback pig. Let's go. Um, damn. I didn't know your mom was in that movie. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> damn it. Got him back. Got him back. I never forget. That's fair. That's fair. I forgive, uh, but I never forget. <laughs> That's fair. I, I did deserve that <laughs> after last episodes. Anyway, big banger. Um, have you seen Beauty and the Beast? I have. A.K.A. this podcast. Heyo. Heyo. Don't call yourself a beast. <laughs> what do you think of the Beauty and the Beast of the 90s? Um, <laughs> sounds like something Woody Harrelson was called. <laughs> the Beast of the 90s. <laughs> the Beauty of the 90s? Um, <laughs> I, I also, <laughs> Strange silence. Awkward silence. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, I will say... Uh, like you know I, I this is probably just a personal classification but like in terms of disney like princess movies i kind of like classify in the five there's ariel beauty and the beast um cinderella sleeping beauty and what's the one snow white those are like the five main disney princes i think mm. and i'd say by far i i like ariel the most like L- little mermaid but then what's what's her name in this one like bell Belle? i mean i don't love bell in particular but like the movie beauty and the beast i actually enjoy more than the other three that we talked about last huh. episode interesting interesting um why is that what do you, what do you like i don't about know it? i guess i just, i like the beast's character um kind, kind of a kind of a an alpha dope guy and then i i also enjoy gaston <laughs> bit of a beta though for being real <laughs> Doesn't have the same grind set as the Beast. <laughs> Remember I when mean, I said I hate what I've become? <laughs> I didn't mean it. <laughs> I love this shit. No, uh, yeah, like, again, it's a long time since I've seen it. From what I remember, the songs are also decent. Um, be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Um, <laughs> he said, put our cervix to the test. <laughs> that was just... Put our cervix to the <laughs> testicles. In the classic Disney movie, Beauty and the Beast. Um, <laughs> From Lubier. <laughs> put my cervix to the test. LeFou is in this as well. We got some you LeFou's. So. <laughs> yeah, LeFou actually isn't in this. You're talking to LeFou, some deity that just sometimes appears in movies. <laughs> I think there's a LeFou spotting in this one. Um, a classic LeFou Easter egg. <laughs> and being in the movie is an Easter egg. <laughs> Yo, hot LeFou's just in LeFou starring in his own movie? We haven't had an update on the LeFou's in a while. Should I look that up? Please do. LeFou. How do you spell it? Uh, L-E space F-O-U, I think. LeFou Disney Plus. LeFou. 
<laughs> Not Lufu, Lufu, got it. Um <laughs> Just the disgust in my voice. Lufu. Um uh, anyway, again, great episode here where we've just been saying the word Lufu for like ten minutes and that's our review of this movie. Um alright, there's nothing new. It's it's still on hold. Um Of yeah. course. Right. Lafus just in no Lafus. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean Gaston, very amusing character. He is bit of a cool dude. I mean, I guess not. Kind of a bad, bad dude. Um, but yeah, <laughs> good songs. <laughs> we just have nothing worthwhile to say about Peter. <laughs> clearly, clearly. No, okay. Uh, I remember liking the animation. Gaston, good dude. <laughs> not he's a bad dude <laughs> actually he's the villain of the film I, I remember like the animation's pretty spectacular it i don't know if it's the first but it, it incorporates that kind of 3d camera movement into 2d animation like the sweeping camera mm. comes down when they're doing the dance um and like the whole you know castle set with like all the detail in the background and like all the paintings and such and you know it's um, a beautiful it's a beautiful movie it's a very yeah it's a very beautiful movie it has a great message you know it's it's a it's one of those classic, you know, um, it's kind of a little bit like what we said about Snow White, and maybe it'll be seen in this way in a few years, but it's one of like those sort of basic premises that... Um, I do think it's very... Like it's basic, a basic stories, but it does it... Yeah. It's kind of the first... Not the first to do it, but it's sort of... It's the standard, you know? Like, it mm-hmm. does it, and that's what other things yeah. are based on. Much better than the live-action one, even though I didn't hate that one. Um, yeah. Stanley Tucci was decent. The the beast protects her from some from some wolves. Mm. Um, and there, I will say the Lafu in the live action is much better though, as is the Gaston. Well, obvious, not mm, I wouldn't say better, but uh, Lafu. Well, Lafu, but not Gaston. Although I do like Gaston in the new one, but I do like their song as well. What is their song? They're like, um, no um, one fights like Gaston. Like Gaston, no one mm. brawls like Gaston. No one tests your cervix <laughs> like Gaston. <laughs> no one breaks that. Back in like Gaston. <laughs> the room just goes quiet. The piano just dies out. Everyone just turns and looks. It's Gaston still singing. <laughs> he'll break your back in and um, he'll fill up your butt until you are full. <laughs> He's the most wonderful Gaston. <laughs> just a drug fueled rampage Gaston goes on. No one else is singing. LeFou has been dead for years. Gaston's just drunk off his ass. Gaston's purse is LeFou's head. <laughs> Gaston is completely naked, except he wears LeFou-themed underwear, that being it's LeFou's skin. Sorry, that one was a little bit intense. That was a bit much. Anyway. Says it all. Knows he's immediately going to regret it. Knows he has to carry it out because it's a good gag. Anyway, a little bit of trivia here. <laughs> Jackie Chan performed the voice <laughs> acting and singing for the Beast in the Chinese Mandarin dub of this movie. So go Jackie. That was that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was trivia. Also, I just like that Gaston has a song called <laughs> the Mob Song, which feels <laughs> appropriate to Gaston. Um. Anyway, good stuff. Good movie? Question mark. Yes. Moving on. Oh, sorry, just a bunch of angry people and the sound of pitchforks entering the food. <laughs> That's the mob song. 
just LeFou being lit on fire? It's music to Gaston's ears? <laughs> oh <my God>. Imagine <laughs> that. LeFou literally running around a human fireball as, the, as Gaston sips his wine and dances. Next up, we have... I would say probably my favorite of this era. Actually, definitely my favorite of this era. We have Aladdin. Ooh, a good one. A very good one. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, the next moving up, on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think, I mean, I think you can see a theme here of just the kind of movies that I enjoyed as a child. I still enjoy to this day, but the ones that are more about a, an adventure, a swashbuckle, a sort of a, mm. a charismatic yet flawed protagonist. He's a bit of a thief. He's a bit of a... But a cool guy. He has no nipples. Does, That's what I, yeah, I was gonna to say. Do. He doesn't have any nipples. <laughs> um, you know, it's just, it's a good time. I love the setting too. Agrabar is that what it's called? Agrabar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like a fun, vibrant uh, setting for the film. Desert place. Yeah, it has similarly. It has great animation. I remember that uh, big ass tiger head freaked the fuck out of me as a kid in mm. the sand. But the entrance to the cave, there's like a giant like tiger head that comes out oh yeah and it's like 3d animated mm-hmm. so it also just threw me off as a kid i was like the fuck is this um but i will i i don't remember if this is in beauty and the beast like the previous movie or if it's in this one or if it's in another movie but little disney easter egg i believe someone's got a rug of um the tiger in the jungle book like where he's been turned into a rug. oh yes yes um is that in this one I think so, yeah. I know I know what you're talking about, yeah. Huh. No, it's I, it's not Shere Khan. It's another character, isn't it? Um Ah, uh, or is that the It's no Scar. It's Scar from uh Ah, Scar. I see. Yes, and that's in Hercules. Yes. <laughs> that's in Hercules. <laughs> completely different movie. I completely <laughs> mistimed that. <laughs> slightly just off by like an entire episode, but anyway. Um I see, I see, I see. But yeah, no, it's it has also excellent songs. Uh, it has mm-hmm. Robin Williams as the genie, one of the best Disney. I'd say characters. probably one of the best animated like voiceovers ever. Yeah, and one of the best. Yeah, most fun characters, most fun. Especially as a kid, I was like, this guy's fucking awesome. He's like all over the place. He's this guy's dope. Voices. He's just he's great. Um, and like all that stuff. Not all of it, but like a lot of it was improvised, and you can definitely mm-hmm. tell they kind of like worked around his improvisation. An animator's nightmare. Yeah. Um, the. The action's pretty fun, um, mm-hmm. and at the end, uh, Prince, no, the guy Jafar, he does like an evil version of the song Prince Ali, and I was like, ooh, that's hard. I was like, ooh, Prince Ali, fabulous Ali yes. that's, that's a pretty good Jafar. And at the end, he becomes, like, the genie's like a big scary genie, and then Jafar becomes a genie. That shit's terrifying, Yeah, it's so, awesome. So, so, because Jafar wishes for the powers of a genie, right? Yes. And then, by getting the powers of a genie, he has to become a genie, and therefore he is imprisoned. Yes, genius. Um, and just, you know, it's a fun... It's also a good romance. The, it like, is a good romance. Aladdin, Jasmine, they have good chemistry. They're sort of, you believe they're... they're uh, yeah. and, and it has the sort of the like animated trope of like a character lies, and then someone found out they lied, and they get mad, and then they become friends again. It has that trope, but it's not annoying like it is in a lot of other animated movies. Mm-hmm. Um, because like here, here, the lie is a bit more believable you could say i know he's like getting dressed up to be a prince and all that but like you get why he was lying and like 
it's also a thing that you would be upset about, but also something that you could forgive in time. Yeah, and it's also um, in his character, you know, he's sort of like a, a charming, but also like mischievous thief man. He's been, a, he's been a rascal. He's a bit of a rascal. He does a song about like, I won a, a bread and then they throw, you know, swords at him. Right? My perfect Aladdin impression. I want the bread. <laughs> <laughs> I also enjoy it. Just a lot of. I think this one has the most fun side characters of any Disney film. Maybe it has. We have Genie. Mm-hmm. We have the Rug. A lot of personality. Did it better than Doctor Strange's fucking thing. Even though I like that one as well. Oh, his cape. It's a cloak. It's um. We have a, a boo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cl- it's a cloak. Okay. <laughs> we have a boo. The monkey. We have the parrot, voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. Rest in peace. Who is. Excellent as the. Okay, we're gonna do a Gilbert Gottfried impression. Ah, no, we're not. We're not. Yeah. Oh. I believe that was your Gaston impression when he's lit on fire. <laughs> That's my LeFou when he's not lit on fire. <laughs> your LeFou when he is just casually ordering at a restaurant. <laughs> um. Also, just I mean, and this is this can be said for. A number of these that have now been turned into live-action films. I think they're making a Little Mermaid one as well. Actually, I think all of these Renaissance ones have. Beauty and the Beast, they did Aladdin, they did Lion King. Um, But it's just so much... I haven't seen the Aladdin one in full, but I've seen that, you know, the musical sequence. Uh, I think it's Mm. Prince Ali, where, like, they march through the... Excuse me, they march through the city on, like, elephants and shit. And just, in animation, there's just so much you can do, and it's so vibrant and fun and creative and, like... Completely unrealistic, obviously, but that's what's fun about yeah, it. You know, yeah. it's like this animated crazy story. And yeah, in the live action one, just loses all of that personality and like... I don't know how you would do the scene in fairness with the live action, but that's the kind of thing where just don't do a live action You just don't do it. Like, it, it's, it's completely... And it's the same thing with The Lion King where it's like, it just, it removes the... Yes, like, it's realistic and you're like, well, you can't do like all this crazy shit with having it be realistic. It's like, then don't do it, you know? Like, they kind of yeah. did that with Beauty and the Beast where the Be Our Guest scene still has, like, ridiculous shit going on, but it's it's just mm-hmm. not as cool. Anyway, that's a side rant. My point was I love the, um, you know, the vibrant and the energy and the musical sequences. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the, the what's he, the the dad guy? Oh, the, the, the Sultan? Sultan, yeah. The Big Daddy mustache man. Big, uh, Big Dad bod, uh, Big dad bod. Golf. And we're... <laughs> we didn't go that far. I would go further. Uh, and and <laughs> Jafar, also excellent villain. Just this, like, he is an sneering, yeah. like... Right, he has this long face. It's like, great. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, great review. Um, so, Aladdin, big banger, I would say. One of, one of the best. I'll, I will say, I really enjoy the Aladdin TV show as well. I don't know if you've seen, but... Also I have banger. not. Have you seen the Aladdin direct-to-DVD sequel, The Prince of Thieves? Is, does Jafar come back in that one? I think he comes back in the third one, The Return of Jafar. But I could be wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like it could hint at the return of a certain character. Actually, no, Iago um, the parrot comes back in that one. <laughs> I, I, I've never seen the third one. I don't know if I've seen the second one. Maybe. Hmm. Probably. The Nightmare Before Christmas, I feel like, doesn't really count as a Disney movie. Um, we move on to a film I have, I must have seen in full. It's one of those films that I don't know if I've seen in full, but I've seen enough pieces of it that I, I know it, you know, The Lion King. Okay. Um. What? You haven't seen The Lion King in full? You don't know? I think so. I must have. Ah. One, if not my favorite, probably not my, no. Top three without being ranked of my favorite Disney movies. Okay. All right. 
So good. I know that's one of the first things I think I learned about you is how much you loved um, The Lion King. You especially love the song "Can You Feel the Love Tonight." I remember you would Can play you that feel... at a lot of uh, it is it is my functions. it is my. Uh... <laughs> you make me sound great at parties. <laughs> In fairness, stay where your own parties. Slow Elton John song. It is still my ringtone. Oh, excellent! Yeah, what do you what do you love so much about it? Oh, honestly, what's not to love about it? the music? First of all, great characters. Also amazing. There's so many fun characters. There's, um, I mean, Simba, amazing. Timon and Pumbaa, amazing. Rafiki, very similar to Jafar, actually. I think uh, Scar is a very good villain. I think they're very alike, where it's kind of like you, they play the good guy, but you can obviously tell they're bad. And then, like, you know, they've got, they're both just, like, sniveling, like, just gross dudes. Um, they're kind of like these, like, and, almost royal, like, royally evil. They're like, they have this, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, majesty They've to got them. this, like, authority to them. Um, and then, like, everything that happens, like, Mufasa's death and the way he dies and then, like, the impact it has on Simba and the way freaking Scar turns that, it's just, oh, runs away, has a good old time with Timon. And then the, the final, like, fight scene's also really good. Yeah. Also uh, kind of kind of gruesome as um, Scar is just completely devoured by Hyena. He is, yeah. I haven't, um... I think, yeah, why it doesn't really stick out to me as, like, one of my favorites is because, as said, like, I never really watched it as a kid. I didn't really grow up with it, so I don't have that same nostalgia mm. for it. But I can definitely appreciate how it is one of the best kids' films ever because it, like, I mean, A, the animation, like, in that opening scene and the, the music and the attention to detail that the animators gave to, to like, bring this world mm. to life while still making it, you know, fun and cartoony, but also, like, having this... It's basically, like, the beauty of, you know, this location... And then amplified in the animation, which is what like animation is mm, capable exactly. of. And then yeah, it has a like a great story with like stakes and and emotion and death, but also is still completely followable and fun and accessible. Yeah, it's, to it's kids. a very like by the not by the number, but it's, it's a, yeah, it's an easy plot to follow. It's like it's it's beautiful in its simplicity, you know. Yeah, and it's still and, has... and the and the songs are so good. Like there's um, oh I just can't wait to be king. And Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata is a banger. Can you feel the love tonight? There's, there's so many banger rizzles. Be prepared. Be prepared. Yeah. Who is it? It's um. Who is it that plays Scar? It's um, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Who Irons. Does ex- well. I mean, all the voice acting. Excuse me. All the voice acting also is incredible, especially James Earl Jones as uh, mm-hmm. Mufasa. As Timon. <laughs> <laughs> James L. Jones in his star turning role as that bird whose name I can't remember. Um, oh, there's also that bird. What's he called? That bird it's, who's um, voiced Sazu. by Mr. Bean, aka great actor Rowan Atkinson. I hate to mm. pinhole into <laughs> one role. I, I won't lie. There's there's like um, a clip that's been released, whatever time of you know, but of like the backstage of them singing that song, and it's so weirdly delightful seeing Rowan Atkinson singing. <laughs> that's very weird it's like I bet now listen here it's like Rowan <laughs> delightful just, just everything that man does is delightful you just want him as like a fun uncle you know what I mean Funkle a Funkle I want you to be my Funkle Rowan <laughs> Call please me. Funkle me hard Rowan <laughs> it's a pretty like masterful effort that it can have you know fart jokes and other kind of you know fun stuff for kids and still work in you know genuine emotion that even gets you know adults to this day um yeah just a beautiful film. Again, I don't really have a personal connection to it, but I can definitely appreciate everything it does. Also, there's a YouTuber. I don't think you 
heard of, but he's called YMS, and he is doing like a series about why the mm. new live action one is so like kind of soulless and awful. Oh, the um, new, uh, and it's it's really I would recommend you check it out. YMS, The Lion King. I mean, the first part is like it's a really in depth. It's like two hours or something. I haven't watched all of it yet, but. It's just, it's like, it's very well done. It's kind of like, it, it does a good job of not only pointing out like why the new one doesn't work, but also what makes the original so special and um, work so well. And yeah, it just, it's a beautiful, it's a, be- it's a work of art. I think one could say. Um, beautiful. I'll and, check it out. Check it out. I mean, I mean, The Lion King is a work of art. I wouldn't say his video was a work uh, of art. I mean, it's a good video, but I was referring, <laughs> referring to The Lion King. Mm. Only Beachel okay. Hudson YouTube videos get to be called a work of art. Mm. Um, Only Francis Ngannou nutshot video. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 7.9k views, I'm just saying. But speaking of works of art, a goofy movie. <laughs> mm. um, and Amazing. It do, the poster does say, it's hard to be cool when, you're <laughs> when your dad is goofy. Which I think is an amazing <laughs> joke, because his dad is literally goofy. That's incredible. It's really, it's really so good. clever. How do they do that? <laughs> uh, I've never seen this in full. I have never seen this either, I don't think. I feel like it's, you know, it, it's beloved, and I feel like it'd be a nutty, fun time, like, for Ben and Fred Watch, maybe it'd be kind of amusing, like, just goofy mm, I think, I think it thing. would be quite funny. Um, but, yeah, no, it should, it's supposed to be a really good one. I would like to establish, though, that, again, my only connection to it, and this is probably, no, it is, it is related, I was a huge fan of the PC game as a child, Extremely Goofy Skateboarding, <laughs> which was just a fucking awesome game we've talked about it before. Where it's like a live, it's live action. It's like a open world. It's like Goofy just appears in front of you <laughs> and then he just skates all over your room. <laughs> and you, it's an open world. It's fucking amazing. And I loved it as a kid um, as it was one of the few games we had on PC. And anyway, so that's my only connection. Holy shit, they did a, one with Mickey? Oh my God. All right, I'll be back in like two hours. Um, <laughs> I need to bust one out for Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the implication there. I'd like to be clear. Um, <laughs> then we have Pocahontas. Hmm, <gasps> Pocahontas. Um, I've seen it once, I think. I don't remember all that much about it. A beautiful movie. Same. Yeah. Um, um very visually, I yeah, remember yeah, yeah. in a lot of the musical sequences, like with the colors of the wind, it's very, you know, it's mm-hmm. a good job. Of very, I think that. a lot more spiritual and like culturally focused, I want to say, than a lot of other movies. Well, kind of like gives more of a, again, having not seen it in a while, I don't know if I can stick by this, but like a, a respectful, more, yeah, like, more in-depth view of like a certain culture. Also just like, yeah, very like spiritual and, and, and like just a good movie. And um, like the songs are also good, like Colors of the Wind. Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? I love, I love that song. I actually, quick little side tangent here. As a young person, I had... A well, my sister and I we shared this like DVD, not DVD, CD. It was like a double mm-hmm. CD of like classic Disney songs. I can't remember what it was called, but it was like 50 anniversary Disney songs, and it had like all the best stuff, and also some ra- really random shit, like a goofy rap or some shit on there. But um, <laughs> so I just have like a lot of it's hard to rap when your dad's goofy. <laughs> <laughs> but his dad is goofy. Do you get it? Um, but I so like a lot of the songs from that. I have like big nostalgia for, and yeah, color. Colors of the Wind is one of them. And it's also just a great, um, I'm just a great song in general. And I think it has a good message. I, I can't really speak to it because I haven't seen it in a while, but it does also star Mel Gibson. So there's the that. The best messenger. Who <laughs> delivers great messages always. <laughs> Not true. We don't believe that. Um, but yeah, no. Um, 
Probably a great movie. Like, probably really beautifully animated. I think you can... I think it's a good movie, right? I think I think it's a good one, yeah. And then the last two here. This one, we didn't include The Nightmare Before Christmas, but I'm going to include this anyway, even though it's kind of like a similar vibe. James and the Giant Peach, the animated one. Um, have mm. you seen this? The really creepy... The... Like, Paper mache claymation kind the of claymate. It's not claymate. Look at it. Look up James and the Giant Peach animated. Because of course you know I'm a big fan of Roald Dahl's books and such, and I read them a lot as a kid. Um, and so I was here for this movie, but it did scare the shit out of me. But I also loved yes. it. Yes, I have. Just seen, look at look at James. Look at his face. Look at his tiny little James beady is, eyes. James is Jamie so disturbing. The the whole movie is gross and just like it is kind of claymation yeah i'd say and like the creatures like it's horrible. Like the fucking worm it's so gross and like the guy with the peaky blinders hat <laughs> yes but like i also loved it as a kid i was like this is a i was watching it in like horror but also still enjoying it weirdly no i never enjoyed this movie i was like this is so gross and i just i remember i was anything about it for like days i was like god this was not a good time <laughs> But, um, but yeah, anyway, I'm a big fan of that, even though it kind of scarred me for life in a way. Um, mm. And then finally, for this era, I think we'll call it here and then pick up next time at Hercules. We're going to mm. finish off at The Hunchback of Notre Dame. The Hunchback, you say? Wait, when, is, when did Mulan come out? Uh, that's after Hercules. That's the one after Hercules. Okay. Which cool. I guess would probably still be part of the Renaissance, but also, I don't know. Um... Okay, sorry, real quick, just on the Wikipedia page. This film is considered to be one of Disney's darkest animated films as its narrative explores such mature subject matters and themes as infanticide, lust, damnation, anti-ziganism, genocide, and sin. What is anti-Romani sentiment? Oh, it's the traveler, I see. Um, Like, anti-traveler kind of... Anyway, I didn't know it explore genocide uh i haven't seen this film in a long time yeah me neither i don't remember a lot of this movie i mainly um, remember it because it has that i mainly know that song that it has that now people have made a remix where it leads into the how to train your dragon song have you heard that which one it's like i hate to say it it's in a bunch of tiktoks where like they you know the <laughs> test drive how to train your dragon thing yeah. Then, da, 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 da. Yeah, they they mix it in with a song from this, so it's like this big triumphant like beginning from this, and then it leads into that. It's a very cool remix. Anyway, so that's my yeah. review of Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> There's this really cool TikTok video of it. <laughs> uh, I remember the gargoyles are kind of weird. But... Yeah, I remember. It's a uh, it's a very mean movie from what I remember. Like it's very Elephant Man esque, where it's like like Quasimodo is treated so poorly. Yeah, it's apparently pretty dark and. It has a creepy villain in it. Um, yeah. yeah, it's called the the most R-rated G you will ever see from the New York Times. Maybe this one's worth rewatching. It sounds pretty interesting, like exploring some pretty dark themes. And I don't know. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's to be like good. It's, he's like shunned by like the community. Like he's, I think the the villain, from what I remember, this might be completely bogus or complete bogus, but like. Quasimodo ends up like trusting the villain and then the villain does something and then blames it on Quasimodo and then like everyone views him in fear and like like mm. throws like you know like how they like used to throw old fruit and vegetables at him and stuff like that do that to him it was like oh, yeah poor, that poor poor boy that doesn't sound inaccurate probably good sounds interesting sounds like an interesting exploration of all that stuff but mm-hmm. um 
Yeah. Anyway. I don't, yeah, again, we I, we haven't seen this movie in a long time, so we can't really say that much. Yeah, so not but, amazing reviewing here, but probably good. Probably good. Probably good. Um, and then I guess, like, yeah, the Mulan and stuff is technically part of this era, but, you know, we're going to cut it here and do that next time with our early 2000s Disney thing. Also, yeah, we didn't talk about Pixar or any of that stuff. This is purely the Disney stuff, except we yeah. did talk about James and the Giant Peach, but whatever. So... That was the Disney stuff for this time, part two. We're through the Renaissance, kind of. We'll be back either, you know, either next week or the week after that or some other time, but we will get to part three and the part next four. next pre-recorded pod. Yeah. As we go, yeah. Um, but now, for now, it's time for a little pre-recorded... Ooh. Tom Canoes. There we go. We got there in the I end. Didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize you would do pre-recorded through no, off of it. it was, it, like, it, was, it was recorded weird. announcements and such uh, no i felt bad sorry um it's all right it's all right i guess we can do this now this news that i <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of time travel here but in episode 137 i referenced some news that i kept pushing back and i guess we can just do it now even though <laughs> that now like, in episode 325 you will finally get yeah. to hear it <laughs> it would be untimely untimely but um in the Irish Mirror, they have the headline, Tom Tom Cruise banned booze on the set of new Top Gun movie to keep co-stars in shape. Um, Ooh, I think Cruise moment. I, I skimmed the article, and I couldn't find where it actually says Cruise did it. It seemed like it was just, like, the film's policy, but that's what the headline says anyway. Um, but anyway, um, it, co-star Miles Teller says, There were days after a tough shoot I could have really used a couple of beers, but you just don't want to be flying at those speeds hungover. Um, and they were told to keep the partying to a minimum. See, I don't know if Tom Cruise specifically banned this, but it's just kind of the film thing. So no beer for Cruise. Do you think Cruise dr- drinks in general? Mm, I'm sure he's down for like, uh, I don't think Cruise would ever get like blackout drunk, but I'm sure he'll like go to a dinner and have some wine or something like that. Probably. He's Cruise. He's a, he's a fancy man. He's a fancy man. Anyway, that was the much Popped anticipated. Popped a bottle of Prosecco. That was very, <laughs> that was very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that's it, because we can't... Okay, if we do have the ability to record announcements and such for this week, we'll do that here. Take it away, us. And if we didn't do the announcements and such, we'll get to them next time we are not doing a pre-recorded pod. But uh, yeah. you are currently out in either spain or africa or greece or wherever the fuck um yeah although i think you should bring your microphone to the safari to record a pod mid Mm. elephant chase which i assume is what happens on safaris uh and i'm either in you know well (laughs) i won't give away my exact locations but various places around the world and or in america um but yeah i hope you enjoyed this pre-recorded pod a little bit of a shorter one but you know what it's not it's a pod. It's a pre-recorded pod. It's a, it's a pod. Yeah. It's, it's a good time. We talked about LeFou's cervix <laughs> and <laughs> thick milky arse. <laughs> oh my God. No. Um, anyway, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, drop a like, subscribe, hit the bell button, leave a comment down below on what you thought of this episode. And Oh wait, fuck. We need to rank them. Okay. Um, oh shit. We always forget that. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's do um, a, let's do a ranking. I mean, okay. Let's do what we did last time. Your favorite and your least favorite of the ones we talked about. Okay, top three, favorite, and then least favorite. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, you go first. Um, I'm going to go... I will say, li- like, normally I'll do these in no particular order in the top three, but for this one, Lion King is definitely up in the top three okay. uh, and as first place. Then we will also have um, Aladdin 
and the Little Mermaid up there, I think. Okay. Which other ones did we talk about? Um, was, there, was there one I was very movie. enthused about? Beauty and the Beast. Wait, mm, DuckTales. Nah, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with that. DuckTales would be, would be up there, but if I could remember it slightly better. And uh, then um, I was going to say my least favorite would absolutely be the James, James and the Peach, but I don't know if, we, if I'll count it. So if we're not counting it, I will say Beauty and the Beast as my least favorite of the ones we've talked about. Okay. All right, fair Apart enough. from the Goofy movie, which I have not seen. <laughs> well, yeah, the problem with these is that, like, I don't know if I can confidently put, like, The Lion King yeah. or Beauty and the Beast, because I, I, like, I'm aware of them. I'm pretty sure I've seen them in full as a kid, but I haven't seen them, like, in full in a while. So I'm just going to offer the ones that I know for a fact I've seen in full, and I know for a fact that I love deeply. I'm going to go Aladdin number one, mm-hmm. Rescuers Down Under. Okay. And you know what? James and the Giant Peach, why not? It's horrifying and weird, but I remember liking it as a kid, I guess, even though it terrifies me. And yeah, you know, Lion strange, King and the others strange choice. could be could be up there, but again, I can't really include Lion King because I haven't really seen it in full, at least in a while. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, and least favorite, I don't know, I don't dislike any of these, and again... I don't I dislike any of them. I haven't really um, seen, so I guess I'll go... Maybe, yeah, maybe Beauty and the Beast. I think as I, when I saw it as a kid, maybe I thought it was a little boring. Um, but it's still a pretty good movie. So anyway, there's yeah, your ranking. Now it says ranked in the title. Do something yeah, about it. Yeah, boom. Leave a comment down below what you would rank these and what do you think of these movies and how excited you are about LeFou's this week. Um, mm. You can find me. Also check out the fan-made fan pages in the fan-made TikTok link down below. You can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. You can email the pod at bhlhudsonvids at gmail.com. Also check out my TikTok at BHL Hudson and oh. my letterbox at real, BH- at oh real BHL Hudson. <laughs> Goddamn. You can find me on Twitter at FTK underscore Dalt Sniper. You can find me on Instagram at Fidelgard. You can find me on Letterboxd at, because I, I feel like I should we should say our youtube names at the end of these things don't you think because they're most prominent i mean i usually say it first but yeah it's fair mm. you can, anyways, you do you. i will i'll figure it out um <laughs> find my anyways you can find me on youtube at ftk space gaming and i'll do my letterbox now you can find my letterbox at ftk underscore thwilms beautiful thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time big daddy triton <laughs> 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 <laughs>